You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. And uh, for many of you, if like me, you travel across the Atlantic regularly. And uh, I've lost track of the number of times now that I've uh, made the trip from Canada back to Dublin. And in recent years, it has got easier because it's now possible to go on direct flights. And um, from Toronto to Dublin, Aer Lingus has been providing service for a number of years. And the great thing I love about that trip is that I leave Toronto around supper time and I get into Dublin around 5.30 in the morning. It means I want, wherever I want to go in Ireland, I'm actually there for breakfast, which is really fantastic. I have to confess... There's another little part I like. Because I have a daughter living west of Toronto, I can get an early flight from Ottawa as part of the package, leave Pearson, go off and have lunch, be dropped back, and then go on to Ireland. So uh, it has proved to be a fantastic service. And and, um, June Tiffany has just recently taken over the portfolio of managing the Canadian side of the operation. And June... Uh, first of all, welcome, and welcome on board, and thanks for coming on and having a chat with us. Oh, it's just my pleasure, actually. Anytime I can get to talk about Ireland and Aer Lingus, and I'm just in my glory. Although it's been a wee short time since I've actually started, it was in uh, January. It's been a whirlwind getting to know everybody in the community, um, some of the festivals, the whole St. Patrick's Week that we had here. It's been incredible. I've been just been blessed. <laughs> so, um, prior to joining Erlingus, obviously you would have spent years in the travel industry. Well, the funny thing is, you know, when you talk about how you go around in a circle. So, I first started with uh, British Airways for a number of years, moved on to Emirates, and um, and then uh, when I left Emirates to join Erlingus. It was like going back to your European routes again and all the, the markets. And the funny thing is, is where the airline stands under the whole IAG program. It's uh, it's brought me back home again. So that's what I'm very, very happy about. And as I said, you know, dealing with the, the Irish community again and even expanding it because it's amazing how many people have been stopping me and talking about Ireland and how they've gone there for their holidays and all these uh, Trekkie people that you know were following Star Wars and all the rest of it, as well as uh, you know Game of Thrones. I was absolutely flabbergasted that so many people go over just to visit these sites that you know these uh, TV shows have been made at. So it's uh, you know it's, it's a great fact that it's getting out there and you know getting the the recognition as a country that it deserves. I suppose in many ways, June, Ireland has moved on from when it used leprechauns and shillelaghs to market itself, and now we have Star Wars and, as you say, Game of Thrones, and then you had Chris Hatfield uh, in outer space taking photographs, um, and Tourism Ireland have done a fantastic job with the Wild Atlantic Way and now the Ancient East and uh, the Greenway uh, and the Titanic. Uh, so many powerful um, iconic things to, to that are attracting people in. Absolutely. I mean, Tourism Ireland has been very active, you know, in the community, promoting Ireland. And one of the things that I really liked as well is you get the minister. The minister of tourism was over, uh, I think it was around about February, you know, to make that 
trek, you know, travel, it shows how important it was to showcase the country. And he did, um, he came across Canada to different areas and he, he did his speeches and, you know, it just brought the whole thing to home and they got a lot of coverage. So that's fantastic as well. And as I said, a lot of tours are going there that are, you know, from people that are not even Irish. They've just had this great, incredible feeling that, oh, this is a country I want to go and visit. Um, we've got great, you know, service there. You know, Aer Lingus fly there on a daily basis in the summer and uh, in the off-peak season, it's like four days a week. So there's always a direct service from Toronto, as well as having all the great connections that we have across the country as well. So we even have uh, Vancouver to Toronto, Toronto to Dublin, like it's a smooth connection. All the bags are through checked. Uh, so really and truly, it's, it's a very easily accessible place to get to as well. The other thing I noticed, and uh, we emigrated 30 years ago, and when we came 30 years ago, it cost us more to come then than it actually costs to go back now. Uh, and we bought one-way tickets back 30 years ago, whereas the return ticket now is nearly half the price it was 30 years ago, which is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, they've done a, a good job in the fact that they've you know, staggered fares for different individuals that require different things. So you can have these type of airfares that you go on the aircraft and you just take your hand baggage and that's at a, you know, at one of the lower levels. Because if you're going over to visit friends or you're going back home for, you know, you could even just do it on the weekend. You can leave on a Thursday, come back, you know, on a Monday, that type of thing. All your stuff is over there, so you only need your hand baggage and things like that. If you require, you know, you want to through check your bag, you're staying there for a long time, or you're even connecting beyond Ireland, you're stopping there but going to another destination, they have different levels of fares for that. So there's something for everybody. It goes like straight from our economy right up to our, our business class, which is a you know a flat service, a flat bed service for that. But one of the, the beautiful things that I'm finding is in the short time that I've joined, um, I mean, two other destinations have just come on board from uh, the U.S. We have Seattle and Philadelphia. So you can see the expansion starting there. North America is, you know, really on the, the company's uh, wavelength there for sure. When you mentioned onward travel, I know it was last year, uh, last year no, it was the year before. I lose track. Um, maybe it was last year. Uh, we went we went over, and from Dublin we went over and we did a Camino. Uh, so as you mentioned, you know, the ability to do onward travel and the access to the rest mm -hmm. of Europe, it just it opens it up. And I do have to confess that Scotland is on the hit list. We have to, <laughs> we, we have oh, to get there. Sure. Of all the travel we've done, uh, we haven't got there yet, and it's very much on it. Um, but uh, you mentioned the expansion and covering uh, going out to Vancouver. What we've seen also over the last number of years is that the number of Ir Irish coming to Canada uh, during the downturn, uh, that it has certainly put Canada on the map in Ireland. And there is a greater awareness because, as with anything, um, you know, it's not all, it's not one-way traffic. And you mentioned the weekend. We were coming back. I think it was last year, and uh, the man sitting beside us 
uh, said he was going over for the weekend because his son had emigrated the previous year or something and he, he was leaving Dublin on the Friday. He was retired, I think. He was just going over for the weekend and gone back on Monday. thought it was phenomenal. It, it, it's, uh, if you, as you were saying, when you came, it was, you didn't know when you were going to get going back. It was uh, one of those things that when you left people a, a while, you, you know, you you thought it was going to be a good few years before you could go back and see your friends and family again. And now everybody is just whipping back and forward like it's <laughs> next to nothing anymore. It's it's great, uh, it honestly is. And I've met, uh, funnily, when you said about a lot of the Irish coming over, it's amazing how many people that I've even met on an everyday situation that they're over there, over here for two weeks and they're visiting people or they're just deciding to visit Canada. There was a couple that I had met recently at a function I was at that had come um, to Toronto and then they're going to go to Quebec and uh, they're going to head out to um, uh, Jasper, you know, that area. So they're really, they are moving out here too. It's not, as you said, a one-way street all the time. It's a continuous uh, circle that's going so it's it's great news to see all that back and forth now um june we mentioned how the uh, it's been what about three four years since the direct service was launched from toronto it's been phenomenal growth oh it's been inc- i mean you know even for ourselves uh the the new service that they introduced, um, they've brought in a new aircraft completely. It's now an Airbus 330. So it, there's more capacity in the back. So we have, uh, you know, for economy seats, we have more. And for business class, we now, as I was mentioning before, flat service, uh, flat, live flat service. So there's about 30 seats um, in, in there. So you get there's something for everybody on you know this expansion back and forward and as I said the great thing that I find with Aer Lingus is it's got a good um, you know the good connections with other carriers whether you're going via Toronto whether if you live near the border and it's better to go via Boston they have all these domestic carriers that you can connect with that your bags will be through checked it's it's just you know it's a wonderful experience for anybody and I always recommend you go Irish you know mm-hmm. <laughs> now just on, on the last journey over we um, were flicking through and we were watching some of the short Irish movies that were on board and one of them were um, there's uh, two brothers, twin brothers, have a green grocery in Greystones. But part of what they do are walks. And one of the walks they did was around the Avoca Mines in County Wicklow. And we were going down that area. So as a result of watching the movie on the flight over, we actually did the walk that they had done. And it was fantastic. So it had put ideas into our head for yeah. when we were there. So uh, the other thing, is not just that movie, but I noticed there was a great selection of both full feature and short Irish movies, as well as Irish music available. Uh, One of the functions that I had gone to um, when I just recently joined, actually, was uh, they have the Irish Film Festival here in Toronto as well. And uh, one of the showcases of the movies was called Mad Mary. And I was astounded at how many people turned out for that and, and all different types of diversities there. 
And I thought, oh, we're going to have a hard time listening to this, aren't you people? But no, everybody understood it fine. So even to bring the culture on board as well, just to show that there are other movies to see than your typical mainstream ones that, that play in the theatre, it does give you a good idea of the culture that you're actually coming from or that you're going to go and visit as well. So... um have you or do you get to travel the Atlantic regularly so as you can enjoy both sides or are you run off your feet? I'm working on that. I am working on that. So I am telling my boss it's about time I actually um, discovered Ireland again through new eyes because uh, it's a big country. I mean, you go into to Dublin and Gosh, that can take you a whole week yourself to visit all the sightseeing areas. And uh, but there's so much more, right? So all the other different counties to go and visit. But uh, it's on the books. Um, I know it's going to be a busy September for me. So, but I'm really looking forward Mentioning to it. Mentioning September, I know that there is a sale. A, a fall sale has just started, and I took the time to go in and check. If I were to fly from Ottawa to get a connection, I know on the direct flight, I'm blown away. It's as little as $619 return. But if I was to go from Ottawa, I actually found a fare for, I think it was $644 return from Ottawa connecting to go to Dublin. And again, I'm just blown away. Well, that's, you know, one of the reasons that we're trying to get everybody to connect via Toronto is starting these relationship with what we call the uh, domestic feeder flights and um, yes it is it's a fall promotion that we have on it's uh, up until the 26th of June to get people thinking about once the summer's over it's a good way to go over and visit you know again um, so anytime between September 1st to October 31st uh, you know, they are the base rates, and those rates all do include your fees, the charges, the taxes. So it is it is an actual cost. It's nothing else is in addition to that. Now, I, the other big change over the last, and it's been, and we're now here 30 years, but uh, if anybody hasn't been in Ireland in the last 15 or 20 years, Dublin Airport has radically changed, and Dublin itself has radically changed and the roads in Ireland have improved but to access any part of Ireland if you were to even get off the plane walk out and pick up a bus to go to Waterford, Cork, Limerick Galway, Sligo, Belfast they're sitting outside the door ready to take you there very economic. Fantastic infrastructure has has evolved over the last number of years and Terminal 2 itself is, is very efficient Oh, it's a, it's a fabulous terminal, and uh, I'm sure there's, uh, you know, going to be some work done to expand at some point because Dublin as a connection point in Europe is really taking off, um, you know, as an alternative to the traditional ones that normally people connect through, like Heathrow, Paris, Amsterdam. But uh, as you said, the, the infrastructure is amazing. I mean, you get off at Dublin, you can get that bus up to Belfast, and you're there in about two hours at the most, you know. It's not, in fact, sometimes when people say, oh, you're going to fly there, it's like, well, by the time you check in, you'd have been halfway there anyway. So it's, it is, it's easy for people to get in and out 
Um, it's great if they hire cars and they do their own thing, um, but they have to remember that, you know, they're going to be in smaller cars and smaller roads. So, you know, <laughs> they're not going to have these uh, big highway 401s that we have, but it's much more scenic. And But you don't have to do it. You can get public transportation and just enjoy the scenery as you sit back. The other thing, though, when you do mention car rentals, I was, again, totally blown away. Um, like when we were over in May, uh, the 12 days, I think my car rental for 12 days was about 90 euro. Um, and I couldn't believe that if you if you have your own insurance, and again, a big caveat to anybody that's listening, you need to make sure that your insurance is in order and that everything is covered correctly uh, and that you do take care of everything. But if, as a Canadian, you have your coverage on your credit card and all those things are in order, in the off-season, you're renting car for as little as a euro a day and then you have your airport charges on top of it and stuff like that. But I've been blown away that I've been able to get a car for two weeks for 45, 50, 60, Euro, um, which used not be the case. So it has certainly opened up the ability to travel to more remote locations to see castles, uh, to see uh, scenes uh, uh, down little coastal inlets, etc. Yeah, yeah. On your own time as well. If you want to stay there a bit longer, you're able to do that. And it I, but I always found that when I went to Ireland and with you know we when we hired our own car, I, you know I, we never got very far in a lot of places because it was like oh stop here oh stop there you know which wouldn't be on a normal tour um, uh, itinerary, but uh, it just gives you that freedom and it's just lovely honestly it just uh, you can pop in and pop out to different areas and. Uh, uh, I can't say enough about it. I'm so excited. I've joined Aer Lingus again so I can go back. So one thing we should mention, of course, is that anybody who, like me, is a dual citizen and has two passports, that you, when you're going from Canada, you have to use your Canadian passport. But when you arrive in Ireland, you go into Ireland on your Irish passport. Uh, and you have to, you have to do that now. Uh, whereas a few years ago you could go both directions on the one passport but you now as I understand it are obliged to go into Ireland on your Irish passport and you have to come back into Canada on your Canadian one and the other thing is visitors to Canada used not have what is it an ETA they now need to have uh, is it it's uh, an ETA electronic travel authorization is it well, from what I've seen, you know, it's funny you should say that because I actually have um, an EU passport, so I'm I was able to go and do the go through um, a certain area, and then they had other passport holders, so my husband had to go through the other side. And basically, all he, you know, as I was watching him going in one side and myself going in another, when they went through. Um, he just got his passport like stamped like everybody else. So I, I thought to myself, well, that was that was easy, you know. <laughs> I, in fact, he was even going through roughly the same time as I was, though there wasn't like any huge queues or anything to go through. But um, and one thing I'd, I, I should actually mention because this was actually something new for myself, 
if by any chance, you know, when people sometimes have to come back on a day where maybe a flight time doesn't suit or it's not a day in the winter, say, that wearing Erlingus is flying, um, if they have to go via, say, Boston and then fly Boston to Toronto to be back in the day that they require, the uh, like Dublin Air- Airport has pre-clearance, U.S. pre-clearance. It's like one of the f- Ireland's one of the few places in the whole of Europe that you can do that. Which means when you arrive in in Boston, say as an example, you are connecting as a domestic passenger, and we're all used to that over here in Canada, you know. So you get off the aircraft, you go to your connecting flight, and you're you only go through your Canadian immigration. So. You know, the airport itself has so many advantages over some other connect, you know, connecting airports there. It's just something to keep in mind. I have to tell you a story. <clears throat> a few years ago, I was going through Cork. And like you, I was in the um, uh, EU line for the passport. And I decided I'd go to that because it was the short line. And there was a big long line for the non-EU. So the guy in front of me goes up to the passport guy in front of him, and he has um, <coughs> he's the the passport officer looks at the passport and he says, uh, "Where are you going?" And he says, "I'm going down to somewhere in Kerry." And he says, uh, "Are you, you you're from this family? Would you be related to them?" And he says, actually, yeah, I am. So next thing, the two of them engage in a long conversation, which means that the line over on the other side is moving faster. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, I thought I'd get through here. as uh, But uh, typical of, of the Irish hospitality and friendliness, yes. he was getting the full Irish welcome. Oh, yeah. But then again, you know, that's what makes it so special. <laughs> but that's, it is that's, indeed. Yeah. It is indeed. Well, now, the, we're going to wrap up, and I have to admit <coughs> that okay. Aer Lingus is causing me a bit of a problem. Oh, dear. <laughs> By having such beautiful fares, it means that I know more land back in Canada that I have itchy feet. I'm trying to go and say, how can I manipulate? When can I go again? And it's all your fault. <laughs> Well, if that's our problem, I am so glad that that's a problem. <laughs> As I said, we still try to keep people moving back and forward through all the seasons. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that that's a problem. <laughs> June, I want to certainly right that. I want to thank you for taking the time. It's been great having a chat, and it's great to see the expansion. Oh. And as I, I know that, as uh, more and more people travel. I know that the plans will probably unfold, that there will be additional um, routes opening up and a diff- diff- uh, more slots opening up also as time goes on. Well, as they always say, never say never, yeah, right? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> I have to thank you too. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been great to have this opportunity. So, um, and hopefully we'll chat again. Oh, I'm sometime. sure we will. I'm sure we will. John Tiffany Erlingus, thanks a million.